Um, can they say that? 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 They can, and they will. Podcast land. Hello. Hello. This is Can They Say That? And I am Gina Berkmeyer. And I am Polly Hamp. And today we are going to talk about being healthfully selfish. Yes. Two words that really don't sound like they go together, but I promise by the time we're finished, you're going to see how important it is to put those two words together. Yes. Today we will be addressing self care. Mm-hmm. And men, if you just heard that word and you're like, Psh, uh, that's such a girl thing, do not hit stop right now because Mm-mm. we are also talking to you. That's right. And we promise, we promise, promise, promise that this will be really great for you guys to listen to. Yeah. What'd you say earlier? This isn't just about... This isn't just about bubble baths and painting your nails. Right. This yes. is about you. Right. Being healthfully selfish. (laughs) That's right. And really, we want to make the case for being healthfully selfish as being the best gift that you can give your loved ones. Mm -hmm. I know this can be something that we really struggle with if we have a lot of people in our lives who need things from us, especially if you're a mom of littles or a grandmom or a grandpa of littles, Mm -hmm. or you have a very high stress and demanding job, people who depend on you. Um, all of that can make it seem like it's selfish to care well for yourself. And yet we promise you that all the research actually even shows that it's the opposite. I would agree. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we're going to take a little bit of time and unpack why it's important for you to be healthfully selfish with mm-hmm. your time and and the benefits of it and the if you don't do it, what can happen. And then if you have no idea how to care for yourself, we're also going to talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so there was an article that I read as we were researching for this, mm-hmm. and I thought it was so interesting. One of the statements in the article from Mental Health America said that ancient Greeks – believed in self-care because they felt that it was a way to make people more honest and to make them better at caring for others. They felt that their citizens who practiced self-care, when they had an emphasis in the culture on that self-care, that they actually became better at caring for other people. And I found that fascinating. And I kind of, I connected that a little bit to scarcity because I think if there's a scarcity around us caring for ourselves, if we're not caring for ourselves well, I think what happens is scarcity drives selfishness. Mm. Like, okay, well, I better, I need to hoard this a little because I don't have enough, I don't know if I have enough for me, so I might not have enough for you. Yeah. I think sometimes it can be a driver for that. Not all the time, but I think sometimes. It makes sense because then you kind of have an all or nothing mentality. You push yourself to the edge of where it's like, I just can't take care of anybody anymore. That's right. You know, and like, leave me alone. I'm so freaking done. I can't right. breathe. Yeah. And, and so, before you know it, you're in the pantry drinking out of the coffee pot and <laughs> eating a bag of munchos and praying that the kids don't hear you, right? Oh, wow. Is that personal? Oh, wait. Sorry. Too much TMI? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine was more of going to sitting on the front porch and crying. Like, oh, my gosh. What is that? <laughs> so, yeah, that only happened a lot. Okay. <laughs> only a lot. That's, well, yeah. understandable. You no know, baby, so. you know, twins. Yes. So. Oh, I do know twins, yeah. actually. I do. 
So one of the things that I want to talk about when we're addressing um, self-care, I wish there was another word because I think it's been overused. I think people go meh and kind of tune out when they hear it. Uh, If y'all have a different word, comment and let us know and we promise to use it. Well, and it's also been a very abused word. You know, one of the things that people just use it. It's like, well, I have to have self-care. Mm. And it's like, I'm sorry, honey, but you can't do that 24-7. You have responsibilities. That's and right. so, you know, <laughs> using self-care as a word to abuse what people are like, oh, yeah, they need to care for themselves. But it's like, okay, but you you need to get out. And so... Well, that's true. I think sometimes there's a pendulum. So you know how, like, if you, if you hold a pendulum way far to the left mm-hmm. for long enough... When you let it go, the very first thing it does is it swings way far to the right. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times there's so many areas of our lives we could apply that that sort of you know, metaphor of the swinging pendulum because politics. <laughs> Did she just say that? I'm <laughs> um, because what happens is we don't care, we don't care, we don't care, and then we learn what self care is, and finally someone somewhere convinces us to try it. And it feels so good, but we've been depleted for so long that we're like, no, no, no. We just want to go do this thing because it feels like (laughs) we have to find that middle ground. Yes. So also another case for not waiting until you're totally on E to care for yourself. Correct. This isn't a, this should not be like a once a month thing or a once a quarter thing. This really even five to 10 minutes in a day, if you can find it for yourself is important. One of the things I said um, that I do, and we'll talk a little bit, maybe we can talk about it now. Sure. Um, sometimes if I'm just kind of, I need a fresh, a breath of fresh air, fresh of breath air mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> I'll go out and blow bubbles mm-hmm. and it just, it's calming and I get to be outside and bubbles are beautiful. And then Gina proceeded to tell me that there's like this brain thing yeah. I had no idea about. Nerd alert. <laughs> uh, so what happens is when we're stressed and full of tension and anxiety, even depression, mm-hmm. There's, we have our sympathetic nervous system that gets kind of, um, it's, it's online, right? It's all of those things that, that we're struggling with. The parasympathetic nervous system is what sort of helps to downregulate that. And one of the quickest ways to engage the parasympathetic nervous system is through breathing, particularly when it's a full inhale of a breath and an exhale that is longer than the inhale. It takes a few rounds of that H12 typically before we have a full engagement. But sitting on a porch for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, blowing bubbles, that's ample time to engage that parasympathetic nervous system. So, And it's, and it's fun. Yeah. Who knew? Bonus. <laughs> and aesthetically pleasing if you like to look at bubbles. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also... Um, we want to categorize this as, well, this is my one area where I think I, I do pretty well. Like I can, I'm working out, so I'm good on the self-care. Well, self-care is a little more holistic than that because we are more holistic than merely physical beings. And I do believe that exercise has far reaching implications um, in terms of benefits I'm sorry, in terms of benefits. So not just physical benefits, but we do want to look at spiritual, mental, physical, emotional. Mm -hmm. We want to to look at all of that when we're thinking about self-care. So let's talk a little bit about the things that you can do for self-care. So some of you guys might be listening to us going, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to, in our actions and our questions, we're going to have you write a list 
of what you love to do <clears throat> that that brings you peace, that brings you rest, that that fills fills like your your, fills your soul, that mm-hmm. feels like you're caring for yourself. Mm-hmm. And be it a ten minute activity or be it an all day thing where you kind of escape mm-hmm. or an hour, but definitely something where you're really caring for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so some of the things that you can do um, is just ask yourself, what do you love? What what do you love? And this for some of you guys. It might be hard to know what you love. Mm -hmm. You may have given yourself to everybody else. You're like, I don't have time to find out what I love. Mm -hmm. So what did you used to love when you were a little boy or girl? Mm -hmm. And you can fill in the word love with fun. What was fun? Yes. Um, What just made you, like, you could just do it for hours. You just lost yourself Mm -hmm. in the activity. It was so engaging and so fun and so fulfilling. What was that thing? Mm -hmm. And when you start doing it, all the other things will start just Mm -hmm. going... Yeah, it's like oh, I do that again. Yeah, thanks. That was welcome. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna self care now with my. (laughs) (laughs) So okay, you should have never encouraged that. Okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so one of the things that is helpful for um, self care is meditation, and yes, just really. So you've got two. Thought forms. One, the Eastern uh, medica- uh, meditation is emptying your mind. Correct. When God talks about meditation, what He teaches is that you fill your mind with His presence, and so it's not just an emptying your mind of right. like no thoughts whatsoever, but it's it's filling yourself with His presence. And mm-hmm. so, in meditation, it's deep breaths, deep slow breaths, mm-hmm. and you can do this at your desk. Mm-hmm. You can do this. I wouldn't do it in your car. I was about to say car, but that's what yeah, you yeah. mm-hmm. But if you're in an Uber ride and your guy or your guy or girl's driving you somewhere, mm-hmm. then um, you know you can do it there. You can do it pretty much anywhere, mm-hmm. just like Dr. Seuss would say. Mm-hmm. And it is just meditating on on the presence of who lives in you. Mm-hmm. And if this is something where you're not comfortable with, you're like, eh, just you know the whole God thing and stuff like that. Just find peace, find right. balance right. in your mind, find a practice place. your breathing, yeah, relaxation, and just listen to your breathing because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. There is actually a uh, there's a lot of really good um, brief meditations that you can get online through Google, mm. just free, and just just type in meditations. Um, there's something called progressive relaxation, which is really a wonderful form of self-care, which takes you through the muscle groups of the body and tensing and relaxing to give you a full sense of relaxation. <clears throat> if you would like a faith-based version of that, you can go to the faithfulbraininstitute.com or faithfulbrain.com. Either one of those will work and click on resources and you'll see personal prayer relaxation. There's also a personal mantra relaxation for those of you who aren't really into assigning a deity to your faith. Mm -hmm. You can use either one of those, Uh, but they're super beneficial and they have far reaching benefits beyond just the breathing. It's, it's a, it's a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual experience. So we do recommend that Mm -hmm. before we go further in your list. I want to go back to something you said. Okay. You said something about, um, what are the things that you love? What are the things that feed your soul? Like those kinds of things. I want to put a little bit of a cautionary label on that. Okay. For those of us who might lean 
super mercy for mm. those of us who might lean codependent. If your first response was taking care of my family, volunteering at church, going to the pet shelter, what, and, and that one could be on the fence because you do get to hold puppies That's and true. kittens. But anyway, <laughs> so, so that is still a depletion. And by all means, we are, we are not advocating that you shouldn't do those things. Do those things. The world needs you and your beautiful heart. But it needs you to, to pour out of a filled vessel. So fill your vessel and then pour out. Mm-hmm. Just like in scripture where it says, love your neighbor as yourself. If we can't figure out how we're supposed to be caring well for ourselves, we're probably going to suck at caring for other people. Mm-hmm. At the very least, we're going to be caring for others. Even if it looks well on the surface, mm-hmm. there's typically an agenda, right? Like, I'm going to be okay if I do this thing for other people. <laughs> and so we want to be really careful about that. So, okay. That, so that was just my little plug. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're going to keep going through the list. And um, the other one is physical. Because we're talking about the holistic. We're talking about the whole self. Mm-hmm. And so mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And so with body, you have the physical uh, self-care part. So exercise, walking, swimming. Dancing. Dancing. We just danced before we did, we did this. <laughs> yes. And so, so Fitness Marshall. Go check him oh out. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's so fun. He's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Reminding me how much I need to move again because <laughs> I love to dance. Yes. Um, but just taking care of your physical and whatever that looks like. Is that working out? Is that dancing? Is that just walking? Is that, gosh, what else? So um, many things. Well, one of my personal favorites is kickboxing. There you go. Um, and I love to lift heavy things. Yeah. I love to lift weights, you know, just because it's so fun to challenge myself. And I know y'all, somebody out there is going, she's weird. It's okay. It's my jam. It doesn't yeah. have to be your jam, but it's what I like to do. Okay, and I'm about to push on some Christian buttons. Yoga. You, if you are a Christian, you can do yoga. You really can. Yeah. And, and if it really freaks you out, there is actually something called holy yoga. Yeah. You can go check that out. It's it's people who do yoga from a perspective of a relationship with Christ. But you can also just let yoga be yoga. Yeah. I mean, really. God There's, created all movements in our bodies. Right. Just because so. they want to assi- assign, people want to assign it a certain thing doesn't mean you have to do that. Let it be your own. <laughs> exactly. Okay. okay. So let's move to your health mm-hmm. and taking care of your health as mm-hmm. a self-care aspect. Physical. Physical. Mm-hmm. Eating well mm-hmm. and, and eating greens and eating healthful foods and not just starving yourself or overeating, really looking at what food you were talking about assigning labels. What do you assign? What labels do you assign to food? Mm -hmm. But really be mindful of what you take in Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself because in, in eating well, that is a self care component Mm -hmm. because whatever goes in comes out. Mm -hmm. So water rich foods, yes, high fiber foods, uh, good quality proteins. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tend, Polly and I both tend to lean more towards vegetarian, vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't have to do that. Just if you're going to eat meat, eat really good quality mm-hmm. meat, um, grass fed to finish free range, all of those things. But the more plant-based you can go, the research is out there, the better off that you will be. And if you're a comfort food person, that's totally fine. Just just maybe think about 
is there a way to maybe kind of alter the comfort foods so that they're a little bit healthier so that you don't feel worse after you eat them than before you ate them? Well, and also it might be a time for you to uh, discover why you find comfort in food. That's true. And so is there something more that's that's pressing on you that you don't want to look at that you're finding comfort in? Well, and also maybe more self-help self health care self care mm-hmm. might actually stop that need to yeah. mm-hmm. to go to the comfort food and things like that That's so good. um and just a quick tip on that shop the perimeter of the grocery store <laughs> yes. because that's where you find the least processed foods the more internal in the store you get the more processed the foods become okay and i'm going to challenge you if you guys are a fast food person and you eat fast food and you're like well the kids won't eat anything else they will because they'll eat what you give them mm-hmm. and if you're like it's so much easier so just this week if you are a fast food person and you find yourself just driving through because it's so much quicker, try for seven days to not go through a fast food place mm-hmm. and really think about what you can do to plan to get the foods that are good for you that you can take on the go. And you can YouTube everything. You can oh, Google everything. Sure. There's so much stuff out there. I mean, we're such an information society now that you can find anything. Mm-hmm. And so just try it for seven days Mm -hmm. and then kind of journal what you felt like. So if you go back to the fast food thing, really see what it looked like. And you might actually feel worse before you feel better because it's a detoxification. Yeah, you might be irritable. Mm -hmm. You might be kind of like, raw. Yeah. Yeah. And so just pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, So what else? We've got... So, oh, relationships. Relationships. Time with loved ones, time Mm -hmm. with friends, time with pets. Yes. All of those things. uh, That feeds our soul in a very special way. Time with God, if that is something that brings you peace, brings you joy, that you recognize the benefits of having that heart connection with God, by all means, please do that. But those who we love and those who love us, and the kind of people that you can just belly laugh with over absolutely nothing. Yes. That's one of the reasons why I'm so grateful we get to do this together because it is work, but it's also, there's a feeding of the soul in the midst of it because we really do laugh a lot. Y'all, you might not hear all of it, but there's a lot going on over here. And guys, this is important for you too, because I know females can seem to have a and this is just my perspective. Females can seem to have a lot more friends. Actually, I only have a couple of really good friends that I can belly. You can really be you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and and it's just, it's something that is, that I have found that is comforting for me to not have a whole lot of friends. Um, but guys, you know, what does your friendships look like? Mm-hmm. What do your friendships look like? Are you allowed to be... Uh, goofy or do you have to put up a wall just find that relationship place that you can be yourself and have a good time yeah and one of the other things I want to read from a study is that uh, loneliness is actually associated with a higher risk of high blood pressure Mm, in actually multiple recent studies wow Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. fascinating Yes. So one of the things that happens when we're close with someone especially if it's a loved one where Um, especially if it's our spouse or one of our kiddos or even a really close friend where, you know, we can hug one another and there's that sense of touch. There's something called oxytocin that's released. And that is actually, I I believe it is actually the number one mitigator of cortisol. Cortisol is our stress hormone. Mm -hmm. Oxytocin actually comes and calms that. That's why if you've ever just felt 
like total crap. Like you've had a, just a, just a total, like a shit show of a day and someone who loves you comes and puts their arms around you and you just sort of have this, oh, let down. That's oxytocin. That is actually, that cortisol in your body is being depleted because oxytocin is salving over that, which is beautiful because I just think about how scripture talks about love and how, mm-hmm. you know, love is like the thing and love conquers all. And yeah. I think it's true. I would I agree. True. I think we're wired for it. Yes, I would agree. And so one of the things that um, you will find is as you do self-care, things around you will start looking different and connections might change and people that you relate to will respond to you maybe differently where you're going, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And you'll be able to connect it back to going, I'm actually caring for myself so the people around me are feeling loved and cared for. Mm -hmm. And you have a pretty cool story about that. Yeah, this was so fun. So I worked with a client some some time back who was really struggling with self-care. Like it was, if it was, if zero is bad, she was like a negative 10 on the (laughs) self-care meter. And to the point where I didn't even know what self-care could look like other than obligation, even exercise had become obligation for her. So we kind of played around with what it was and she decided that she wanted to try. She loved nature. I suggested maybe journaling about nature. She didn't, she's not a journaler. I asked about drawing. She said, well, I've never tried it. So she was a very, a very left brain person. And so she took the left brain approach, which was fine, Mm -hmm. but buying the books, doing the research, how does one draw? (laughs) And watching the videos and all that, which was great and fine. And she began to do it. She started drawing and going out in nature and experiencing nature. And then she shared with her husband what she's doing, who's also extremely left-brained. But he enjoyed taking pictures. So they decided they were going to make this a relational thing. And he starts going with her. And she's pointing out the things that she loves that she sees, and he's taking photographs and developing them and giving her the photographs, and then she's drawing what's in the photographs. So it becomes this incredible physical and, men- and mental and spiritual and emotional thing for the two of them because that was also one of her spiritual pathways. Mm-hmm. She connected with God in nature, and he discovered that so did he. So it became just this most amazing connection that filled their soul like nothing else had. It was really, really beautiful. I love that. So she stopped seeing me pretty quick after that because she was like, I think I'm good. And I'm like, yes, awesome. So, yeah. So I love that, you know, doing this, you have no idea the, I guess the ripple effect, the ripple effect of what will happen. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited for you guys. So in the last couple of minutes, I just want to, I'm going to quickly go back over some of the things that we talked about. So meditation, athletics, time with friends and loved ones, physical well-being, health, eating well, exercise, journaling, sleep, go Google the amount of disease that is related to lack of rest you will be floored. Diabetes, certain types of cancer, high blood pressure, um, uh, migraine disorders. There, there's so many things that you can go find a connection between lack of sleep and disease. So can't emphasize that one enough. Take a nap. Take a nap. Yeah. 20 minute power nap. Permission. Take yeah. a nap. Mm-hmm. Take a nap. Take a nap. Okay. So we're going to move into our actions and our questions. Yes. And, um, And so we will list these in the comments of both the podcasts on our YouTube videos and also on Facebook. So Mm -hmm. you can go back and look through them so you can have 
your actions for the week. Yes. Okay. And so the first one is try some things out that feed your soul. If you don't know what feeds your soul, then try some things. Think about, is there something out in nature that I might want to try? Do I want to try hiking? Do I want to try journaling? Do I want to try painting a picture? Mm-hmm. Just try a couple things and see. You don't, it's, it, and don't expect to be great at it. You're not, this isn't a contest. Right. This isn't a pass fail. It just needs to feel really good. So, yeah. And then make a list of the things that bring you peace. Mm-hmm. Things that, that, have this this settling in you and you still might find a wrestle of going oh I should be doing this thing over mm-hmm. here um but then you will learn how to find the balance of time to be able to go okay I've got 15 minutes I can doodle mm-hmm. I've got 10 minutes I can go blow bubbles on the front porch mm-hmm. or back porch mm-hmm. you know I have the time and then so just start making a list and Make an exhaustive list. Mm -hmm. Go, you know, I used to love to play with my Mack truck in the backyard when Mm -hmm. I was a little boy. Mm -hmm. You know, just, and who knows, playing Mm -hmm. with your kids or playing with your nephews or nieces, things like that. It's okay to get dirty, you guys. Well, and let let me just say something really quick about that. It actually increases our ability to think creatively with regard to problem solving Mm -hmm. uh, within the scope of business. So we're more strategic. We're better problem solvers. We have uh, better creative solutions to things and we come up with new ideas more when we are engaging play. So I just start, I thought of the movie big with Tom Hanks. Yes. Oh, everybody go watch that. If you we're going to add that so to, yeah, it's been years. Yeah. yeah. So it's still worth a watch. Now, last one, go buy bubbles. Do it. Just have them on your porch, back porch, front porch, both porches, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Have a thing of bubbles. And it's also fun to invite your friends, your kids, your spouse mm-hmm. to blow bubbles with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And it does the thing in the brain that Gina so eloquently explained. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's so cool. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> but I'm so glad I get that. <laughs> Who knew? And... Guys, have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have fun and take care of yourselves. Please take care of yourselves. You'll take better care of each other if you do. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Well, have a great week. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Share our podcast. Uh, talk about this with a friend. Maybe have a group to you know your small group or whatever, yeah. and play it and talk about it afterwards. And we love you guys, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take good care. Bye. Bye.